Basahin ko ang ating God's Word for Today devotional, mga kaibigan, mga kapatiran, sa 2 Kings 15 verses 16 to 22. Musta na po kayong lahat at welcome sa ating God's Word for Today devotional. <clears throat> Nang ikalimamang pung taon ni Asarias, na hari ng Judah, nagsimulang maghari sa Israel si Pikahiya, nanak ni Minahim sa Samaria. At siya ay naghari ng dalawang taon. Gumawa siya ng masama sa paningin ng Panginoon. Hindi niya iniwan ang mga kasalanan ni Jeroboam na anak ni Nibat na dahil dito ay kanyang ibinunsod ang Israel sa pagkakasala. At si Pika na anak ni Rimalias na anak punong kawal ay nakipagsabuatan laban sa kanya at sinaktan siya sa Samaria sa mug ng bahay ng hari. Nakasama si Argub at si Arif at kasama niya ang limampung lalaki na mga Giliadeta at kanyang pinatay siya at nagharing kapalit niya. Ang iba sa mga gawa ni Pikahia at ang lahat niyang ginawa ay nakasulat sa aklat ng mga kasaysayan ng mga hari ng Israel. Nang ikalimangput dalawang taon ni Asarias na hari sa Judah, nagsimulang maghari si Pika na anak ni Rimalias sa Israel sa Samaria. At siya ay naghari ng dalawampung taon. Gumawa siya ng masama sa paningin ng Panginoon. Hindi niya tinalikdan ang mga kasalanan ni Jeroboam na anak ni Nibat na dahil dito ay kanyang ibinunsod ang Israel sa pagkakasala. Nang mga araw ni Pika na hari ng Israel, si Tiglat Pileser na hari sa Assyria, ay dumating at sinakop ang Ijon, Abel, Betmaaka, Janoa, Kedes, Hazor, Gilead, at ang Galilea, ang buong lupain ng Nitfale, at kanyang dinalang bihag ang mga tambayan sa Assyria. At si Husias na anak ni Ila ay nakipagsabuatan laban kay Pika, na anak ni Rimalias, at kanyang sinaktan siya at pinatay siya, at nagharing kapalit niya, nang ikadalawampung taon ni Jotam, nanak ni Hosias, ang iba pa sa mga gawa ni Pika at ang lahat niyang ginawa ay nakasulat sa aklat ng mga kasaysayan ng mga hari ng Israel. We entitled sa ating devotional this morning as Slowly but Surely. Dandahan lang, pero sigurado. May isang nagtanong, Paano daw kainin ang ilipante? Sabi ng isa who answered this wittingly, one chew at a time. Bit by bit, dandahan lang, one chew at a time. Katulad ng nangyari sa Northern Kingdom, bit by bit, it eventually fell to the Assyrians during the reign of Hosea. Marami tayong, tayong narinig ng mga pangalan ng mga hari who are killing with each other and their reigns or their kingdoms o ang kanilang pagkari are just mga maiksi lamang. But these are developments of how God has allowed this deterioration, spiritual deterioration, until dumating that they were really enslaved by the Assyrians under the leadership of Pul or Tiglat Pileser. Ibalik natin ang ating alaala sa pagkahari ni King Minahim. Okay. 
Siking Minahim, which we have learned yesterday, ay nagbayad siya ng tribute sa hari ng Assyria na si Tiglat Pileser or si Pul so that magkaroon siya ng kapayapaan at temporary respite. In verse 20, 2 Kings 15 verse 20, the king of Assyria turned back and did not stay there in the land. Bakit ba? Because nagkaroon siya ng relationship with the northern kingdom under the leadership of King Minahim na nagbabayad ng tribute sa kanya. But si Pul or si Tiglat Pileser stood as the threat on the horizon because the Aramites or ang Aram, ang karyan ng Aram had given way to the, to the empire of Assyria, the Assyrian empire. So they became a great threat sa Northern Kingdom. Now we know after Menahim, pumalit sa kanya si Pikahir. Si Pikahir naman ay pinatay ni Pekka kasama ng, ng um, na pinatay ay si Argub at si Ari. Si Argub at si Ari who were assassinated too by Pekka most probably are anak sila ni Pikahia. So, si Pika na ngayon na naghari. You know, after kay Minahim, si Pikahia, then si Pika. Then si Pika ay mahaba yung kanyang pagkahari because he reigned for 20 years. Kung pagsamahin ang reign ni Minahim, ni Pikahia, at saka ni Pika, mas matagal pa ito si Pekka. He reigned for 20 years. However, according to the Bible, he noticed that Tiglat Pileser or Sipul, the king of Assyria, had indeed dandahan replaced as the threat because the kingdom or the, the Aramic empire was replaced by the Assyrian empire now. Na Itong Assyrian Empire became now the threat of the Northern Kingdom. When in fact, according to verse 29, Pul or Tiglat Pileser came and captured Aijun, Abel, Beth, Maaka, Janoa, Kedes, Azor, Gilead, and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried the people captive to Assyria. So, sinakop talaga yung northern part ng northern kingdom, the northernmost part, and then some of the eastern part of the northern kingdom. Sinakop. May mga tao na binihag, dinala doon sa Assyria. Now, ito si Pekka, who reigned for 20 years, pinatay din. And the kingdom was now under the last king before the fall to Assyria, si Hosea. Si Hosea ang killer ni Pekka. So, itong mga pangalan na to ay nakakalungkot that these are just narratives of how these kings reigned sadly because they are killing each other. But ito lahat ay nagpapahayag sa atin. It's recorded in order to recognize na when they rejected God, they compromised They make friends with the enemy. Eventually, this 
spiritual downfall happen. What can we learn from here? In the same manner, ang pagkakasala natin ay ganito. The enslavement of sin comes from one compromise to another. Ang approach ng ating kaaway, katulad ng kaaway ng mga hudiyo, ang ating kaaway din ay ganun ang kaproach niya. He is very subtle. He attacks us like a guerrilla, you know. He does this with guerrilla tactical skirmishes. Hindi, hindi tayo inataki in a very obvious way, kundi dandahan. Ganyan po ang pag-ataki ng Diablo sa atin. That little compromises makes little advancements. Hmm. And these little advancements are taken for granted so that darating ang panahon that encroachment will be inevitable in the future. Katulad daw kung paano daw tayo mag-bowel uh, sa isang palaka. Now, if you place the frog in a boiling pot of water, the, the frog will just jump right away. Maramdaman niya yung init. But if you put the frog in a cold water, in a pot, and then with slow fire, hindi niya maramdaman na mainit and then naka-adjust siya sa init until hindi niya maramdaman that he is already cooked because hindi niya naramdaman o hindi niya nakikita. He is deceived to think that it is just okay. Ganun po ang kasalanan. It's like the encroachment of the enemy, subtle, and then it is inevitable, sure and sure, sure and slow. Kaya nga, we should not let any foothold of the enemy to wield his power in our lives. Sa biyaya ng Panginoon, let's nip the bud of sin because sabi pa ng Biblia, a little leaven leavens the whole lamp. Kung maliit pa, kung hindi pa namukadkad yung bulaklak, we are, putulin na natin. Putulin natin yung damusang. Uproot it while it's really very maliit pa. Because once it is rooted, ang hirap na. Yung mga stubborn na mga damo, mahirap putulin yung mga ugat nila. It's in the same manner, ganun po ang ating kasalanan. It, it, it is very hard to change a lifestyle when we are used to it already. Because para sa atin, parang hindi na ito kasalanan. Because parang masanay na tayo. Wala na guilt feelings. Hindi na tayo nahihiya. It's just like a normal thing for us to do. But actually, that is a simple lifestyle. So, kaya nga, sabi ni Santiago sa James chapter 1 verse 14 to 15 regarding the dynamics of how sin develops in our lives. Sabi niya, James 1 14 to 15. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's fully grown, brings forth death. So nagsimula nang ito sa parang it's uh, insignificant, harmless na naramdaman. It, it is just a simple feeling and desire. Pero kung hindi na-check yung desire na yan, 
it will become a blooming lust, okay? And then it will conceive and brings forth sin. And then the sin will lead us to death. So it starts with that little desire. Unchecked, taken for granted. Slow, but sure. That's what happened to the nation of the Northern Kingdom. And let's learn from that story, that narrative, na hindi tayo maging katulad sa kanila. Because sa atin, mayroon tayong banal na spirito, mayroon tayong salita ng Panginoon to guide us. Mayroon tayong community of believers who can help us. So let's be watchful. Let's be watchful particularly sa ating puso. Okay. Si po sabi ng Biblia, galing po sa ating puso ang lahat ng issues sa buhay natin. Manalangin tayo. Thank you Lord for another morning, another day na makabasa kami Lord sa inyong salita. Uh, we are lost sometimes with names in the book of Second Kings. Ang dami mong mga pangalan. Nagkakalungkot that these names, kings, are just killing each other, ending their lives miserably. They did evil before you. And ito, Lord, ay sinulat niyo sa salita niyo for us to learn a lesson that yung mga choices namin na ginagawa ay magresulta talaga into consequences either, either for good or for evil, either for blessings or cursing. So salamat po, Panginoon, because you are, we are reminded that ang mga tao po na bilanggit niyo sa Bible are real people with their struggles. In the same manner kami din sa aming panahon ngayon. Thank you for the realities na the Bible is not, an, is not a theoretical book. It's a practical book na nagpapayag sa amin because it deals with people who have struggles. But thank you that with those struggles, nagkaroon din kami ng pag-asa because we have Christ. So sana, Panginoon, your words today will stay in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.